0: Yes, that life falls on the right babe, Now that Maggie What is it? Bag in time. Chris McMonogh here with you, 203 or so, around there. What's the difference? It's 2 o'clock in the morning. You know what's going on. It's a football Friday. We made it. We made it to the weekend. We made it to the football. Week 11. Do we still have a season? That's the question. Three hours. You know how it works. I got you till 5 877 337 6666. Fliegerman on the other side, rocking and rolling. On this football Friday, we'll have some fun. We'll do what we typically do. We'll give picks. You know what we do. And hopefully we have another one after this, because this is it, right? This is the final stand. We're all done with our talking. We're done. Marco's playing clips from Nathaniel Haggett. Who cares how they're gonna diagnose the problems? It doesn't matter. All the nonsense going around the Jets. It is now. The season is now whether or not Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy, whether or not the it possibly comes back from injury, what does the all-players meeting do, cutting running backs, coaching decisions, whether or not someone should keep their job, whether Aaron Rodgers is the grand czar over the entire organization. All of it comes down to the fact that the Jets have a football game come Sunday that they can absolutely win. And this team is four and five, and they've lost the last two games to get there after being four and three. They've lost to two teams that I personally think that they are better than top to bottom, if not for the offense and the quarterback. And we could talk about that, too, but all that goes out the window, too. You know who the quarterback is. It's not changing until late December, at least, and probably not even then. Zach Wilson's the quarterback. This offense has to figure out a way to score points and win this game against the Buffalo team. That is an absolute flux. They fired their offensive coordinator. The quarterback is turning the ball over back to his, you know, prior to becoming the what we know as Josh Allen days. He's returned to just being careless with the football. This team is banged up defensively. They are a shell of the group that has consistently won this division over the last couple of years and this is the time. This is the time to see if the Jets can actually force themselves back into the conversation because you know what they can be. They win this game, they're 5 and 5 heading into a Miami game where look, if you look at this if you look at the landscape of the sport over the last couple, you know, over the last couple of days due to injuries unfortunately, but I know the Browns are 6 and 3, but they're going to go at it now with a rookie running or with a rookie quarterback Who knows? The Colts aren't any good. The Cincinnati Bengals probably, now that they find themselves at five hundred And Burrow, whether or not he was hurt before the game, we'll get into this Thursday night football and all the complications dealing with what happened with last night between the Burrow injury, obviously Carissa Thompson, all of it. But you would think now Burrow is either injured or whatever, but as they got beat by the Ravens, they find themselves at five hundred on the bottom end of this thing. I mean, the Jets can work themselves right back in it because if they can win this game, then they believe they can win any game. And you've got the the Dolphins next week. We talked about this tough schedule, but ultimately, all of it comes down to can this team get their act together? We know how good the defense can be. We know who they are defensively. I think they are Super Bowl caliber defense. They are a team and a unit. That is good enough to take this. That that is good enough to play against any team in the league, including Miami Dolphins, who they'll see next week, or including the Kansas City Chiefs, who they gave up six points after the first quarter two in the game they played earlier in the year, or even against the Baltimore Ravens, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, against any team you want to mention, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, we've seen this defense week in and week out step up and play the kind of football that is just this shy of winning the damn damn games on their own. I mean, they've done it this year. They won that Philadelphia game on their own. They practically won the Denver game on their own. But they're not quite good enough to step on the field without an offense and win football games. This offense has to figure it out. And we could talk about hey, the hurry up. Oh, he's got to roll it out. They're coaching him incorrectly. Oh, it's this. Well, if someone else would catch a pass, it's the penalties. Whatever they have to do, they had a team meeting, right? All the players got together. All of its noise until they figure out what the hell they have to do to score some points. And this Buffalo's this Buffalo defense is banged up, and there's no reason why this offense can't figure out a way to run the football. Have this quarterback make plays, and that's that's it too. You, you can forget what I say. Forget what any other host on this station says. Forget the perception around the media. What is this team? And that's really the question. What does this coaching staff and what does this team think about this quarterback? Right? You know I've said it a bunch. I don't think they respect him at all, to be quite honest with you. I think you saw it last year when they went to Mike White. You saw it in the offseason when they were openly campaigning for a 38-year-old former MVP in Aaron Rodgers. You could see the entire franchise be lifted off the ground practically when he decided to come here. They're out, you know, catching in games, catching Broadway flicks. Now, Broadway plays flicks are a movie, not on Broadway, but that's okay. You get my point. HBO wants him for hard knocks. Like It it changed the entire franchise when he got here, partially because they know what drags them down. And I'm not here to bash Zach anymore. But the point is, the point is, you can wait all you want until the end of December. You got to make it there first in in some sort of contention in this uh, AFC. The point is... What does this coaching staff and what does the rest of this team think of this quarterback and this offense, and how do they rally around him? And for the coaching staff, it's just come time to trust him. Whatever you think of him, whatever I think of him, whatever Flegelman thinks of him, whatever anyone thinks of him. We know what he's capable of. I, I, I think I know what he's not capable of. But there's no, there's nothing else to do but to just put the ball in his hands and trust him. Have him throw it down the field. Do what you have to do. Put the ball in his hands. There, you have to act this week as if Zach Wilson is the guy you believe in. And I'm hoping that that was part of what this player meeting was, understanding that. Yeah, okay, you can have that carrot. And I heard Boomer yesterday morning talk about that. And I talked about it a couple weeks ago, the power of belief. I don't know if you guys are big fans and listen a lot, but I had this whole power of belief open about the power of belief of hoping the Aaron Rodgers uh, light is at the end of that tunnel. And you need to play well, and you need to win. Because, man, if you can get to that spot where he comes back and you're in it, then, boom, you're as good as anyone in the AFC. And I firmly believe that. Even watching the Ravens last night, who who are, you know, Lamar Jackson looks like he's... You know, really taking that next step. Uh, he, considering he's already won an MVP, but he's just throwing the football as well as he's ever thrown it. But they lose Andrews, uh, their excellent tight end, to an ankle injury. It's going to probably cost him the season. At least that's the initial report. That's what Harbaugh said after the game. I don't think Kansas City is necessarily anything special right now. They look a little. They got a game against the Eagles, but they don't look quite themselves with the enemy no longer part of the offense the offense doesn't look quite as well the miami dolphins sure great offense every time they play a good team and a good defense they don't play the way they do against bad teams i don't trust the pittsburgh steelers that we talked about with the the cleveland browns lost their quarterback the Houston Texans have a rookie quarterback. Will he be on this magic carpet ride forever? I don't know. The Colts aren't any good with their, with Gardner Minshew behind behind center. The, the Raiders suck. I think they're going to get blown out by the Dolphins this week. And since then, I just lost their quarterback. And you can play the Buffalo Bills. You are right there. So, yeah, I believe in the power of belief of if you get Rodgers back, hey, anything is possible. And I believe that. But ultimately, that's for another day. And maybe you can rally around that. But at some point, they got to look at each other, man-to-man, the offensive line, the running back room, the wide receivers, Lazard especially, uh, you know, the the tight ends, everyone who's cost them with a stupid penalty – whether it's Lazard or Uzama, whoever it is who's cost them with dumb penalties, who's ever dropped passes, they have to look at themselves in the face and go, we can't lose this game or our season is over because every pretty picture I just painted over the last three minutes goes out the window with a loss to Buffalo. You are not going to be 4-6 and six in this conference and and make it through. You're just not. That's why the Raiders game was so important. That's why the Chargers game was so important. And they fell on their face for both of them. Now is the time to step up and win a game because we need a football season. Because you look at the other team in town. I mean, they're pointless to talk about in this game other than I hope they don't do what they typically do and play well against Washington. And the storyline coming out of there, out of the New York Giants on this Friday, is that finally... You know the running back and Saquon Barkley was honest about what life is. Life's not. I mean, I, I think it's a bit of a stretch if you didn't hear the comments about loyalty and you know when 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 talked about how much he means to this team and will other teams look at look at him and go wow you know even though they didn't pay him a contract he didn't hold out he's running the football all the time he's been the bell cow for this team. Do they look at this as a you know do you think he'll be viewed as a loyal player? And he me- responded immediately with loyalty doesn't matter and he's a hundred percent right. God bless him. Life ain't fair, but he's 100% right. This is a business. It's not about loyalty, it's about business. And it's about winning football games. And he seems like he's unhappy with the organization, and I don't blame him at all. But that's the way it works. That's why I was clamoring for him to be traded because you know what? All that all that he's doing now is creating talking points about loyalty and the the market of the running back and what this team is doing down the stretch and his contract next year because he's not impacting a team that's two and eight. Where a second round pick might have done so. So for Joe Shane, who's really, you know, Being as loyal as he can, right, when it comes to Leonard Williams, sure, you want to get traded? Hey, you let me know. Come knock on my door. You tell me whether you want to get traded or not. I mean, I have a trade on the table right now that helps this team, but you tell me. But he plays hardball with Saquon Barkley. I don't know. It is a business. I'm pissed off at the Giants for not trading him, and I'm pissed off at the Giants that they put me in a position where they're going to play the Washington Commanders, and I got to hope they lose the game. That's my season. I've relegated myself to it. I understand what it is. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Devito's as bad as we all think he is, and as bad as he's shown. And and how can throw the ball all over the field. And this defense that's already started to give up and fold on itself continues to do so. And we head into the disaster that is a two win season. And hopefully turn our franchise hopes around with a quarterback. It always comes back to the quarterback. So on this last hope, this last gasp for air, on this Friday, the 17th, I wrote it down. On this Friday, November 17th, is this the last football Friday that matters in this town? Is this it? Are we strictly on the baseball offseason and the Knicks and Nets? Is it nothing but Juan Soto? You know me. I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't you tempt me. I'll do Brian Cashman at the yin-yang. Is this the last football Friday that matters Are the Jets going to get their act together and play like the team we know they can be right? All you, all you Zach Wilson defenders out there, all you guys who think I have some sort of, you know, obsession with hating him and I'm just, all I want to do is kill the kid. And, and, Oh, my God, you got you don't see those great throws. You don't see this. Oh, my God, this one dropped that. That one dropped that. Well, this is the time for Zach Wilson to step up and show everybody in this city who doubts him, and that's practically the entire fan base and certainly the entire media, and I think his entire team. It's time for him to stand up and make some plays and score some freaking points and end this drought of no touchdowns, come out of the game strong, whatever 15... 15- They're going to script from this lousy offensive coordinator in Hackett. they got to figure out a way to get the lead in this game and have their defense lean on this quarterback and lead him into mistakes. Because if you allow them to coast, if you allow Cook to get going, if you allow them to jump out to an early lead and not have to put the ball in peril, you are going to lose this game. Jump out early. Show a little life offensively. Get the lead and lean on them. And provide us another week. Where we can actually talk about football in this town with a with a without a wink and a nod to the idea that we're just doing it to do it. 877-337-6666. It's the last call to arms. Let's go, Jets. Let's figure out a way to win this game because it is winnable. I'm, I don't. I don't think this is me whistling past the graveyard. This isn't me coming up with some sort of scenario just to get you all riled up. I honestly believe if you look at this Bills team and the way they've played since they went to go play Jacksonville in London, I mean, they have not been the same team. They have the injuries on defense, but even offensively. You look at the numbers over the last few weeks, Diggs isn't as involved as he was prior to the London. The offense doesn't, you know, the quarterback is turning the ball over and Josh Allen to the point where I heard today, Evan's talking about this thing being a collapse and the Giants trading their number, their top pick for him. Like, that's where we are. We're having conversations in the media about possibly trading Josh Allen. That's where the bills are if you're ever going to step up. And this is a team they play well against at any time. I, the minute Rodgers goes down, that game's over week one. We, we need that Jet team again that figured out a way to turn him over, that figured out a way to win that game. They play well against Buffalo. They play well against Josh Allen. It needs to happen again on Sunday and save this damn football season. It's on you, Jets. God knows the Giants don't want any part in helping you. 877-337-6666. Let's get into it. We'll get into the Jet game. We'll get into the Giants and Saquon Barkley's comments a little bit further. We'll do that. Thursday night football certainly has enough storylines to get along with, whether it's Burrow and how, when was he injured? Did they tell the NFL? Is a fine coming. How injured is he? Mark Andrews' injury and the idea of that takedown from behind tackle that everybody wants banned. Carissa Thompson making things up. There's plenty of storylines around the Thursday Night Football game. And plus, of course, we could always talk Brian Cashman sleeping in the streets. It's my favorite day of the year. I was thinking about going down there. I was thinking it would be really – I should go down there with like – I think I have like an old My My Little Pony sleeping blanket – and I can go down there and see if Brian Cashman will let me sleep next to him in the street until 2 o'clock. I should have done it. But the Yankees need to get Juan Soto. The Yankees need to get Yamamoto. The the Mets need to get Yamamoto. The baseball season is about to pick up, as he's hopefully going to get posted in the next few days. And it sounds like – it really sounds like Soto's getting traded.